Jazz Nation. Hey, in today's episode, we are going to cover this week's Touchy Topic of the Week. Yes, love it. We're going to introduce next week's Touchy Topic of the Week. We're going to go over this week's game and Jazz's next big game, which you know is against Mike Conley's old home court Stomping ground. That's going to be good, guys. Yeah, I, I like... Just try saying touchy topic of the week. It's kind of fun. Ten times fast while you're lying in bed with your wife. (laughs) This is Jazz Beats, everybody. You are listening to Jackson, and this is my good friend and your host, Tyson Curtis, everybody. I thought you forgot my name for a moment there. I thought you were stalling. (laughs) I was like, do I need to write it down? Okay, I'm sorry. prolonging the, the oh, anticipation. Right. Just because you're, you're a big deal. Crowds, the fans. You're they a big okay. deal. We'll get a crowd soundtrack to play during that part. So. Well, we could just bring in the people standing outside our studio right. one day. Yeah. It's like at the halftime shows when you see other people waving and cheering right. and all the fans. That yeah. We have that. We do. We have it right over there on the, on the playground. <laughs> Out there. That makes us the... sound a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> cut that out. Why don't we cut straight to it? Okay. The touchy topic. topic of the week. Let's oh, do it. Okay, well. Roll intro. Let's get let's get on that. Here we go. Touchy topic of the week. I love it. I thank love you, too. Usher. Yeah, You're thanks, the man. Usher. Big shout out to Usher You're the man. again. Last week we brought up our our topic this week and we we put a post out on Facebook on one of those jazz. Jazz Nation, Jazz Nation Facebook page, page which and is we asked you guys: following. Should the screen assist be an official stat? Is it something that should be tracked? Is it something that is is important? Yeah, that makes the main box score that you know gives a gives a player a triple double ultimately, which is the which key is the indicators <laughs> of an awesome player. Uh, um, let's let's hear what you guys had to say. Yeah, you you know we had. We had we we had both sides on this. I really yeah. thought it was all going to come in one sided because everybody loves Gobert and they wanted the stats. Mm-hmm. But I was surprised to see, and I was also surprised to agree with some of the opposing arguments. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the guys mentioned, and I don't know again if we're saying people's names. We're going to go with Mister Valerie's. I picked right. his last name. We can just make up names. Uh, yeah, John Hancock said that. Um, <laughs> The stats usually involve a player touching a ball. And when you think about it, points, obviously he's shooting the ball, rebounds, grabbing the ball, and the assist, getting the ball to the player to score the points. And I and I, I, I think he persuaded me to go along with yeah. that. I'm on his team at this point where I don't believe the screen assist should be on the box. And where do you draw the line, too? I mean, there's so many, like, advanced stats and, and all these different analytics. Like, Minus where do you, and plus Yeah, point. where do you draw yeah, the line where tough. this is included, this isn't, this is a stat? Yeah. I, I think it's good to track because it does show the effectiveness of Gobert more and some of these... I feel Biggs. like people don't appreciate how much of an effect he is on the court, and they, just because they don't see him getting points, right. which he has been twenty five right. points. Left yeah, he's been on. killing it ever since he said, "I want to be more involved with the offense." We got him more involved. Oh yeah, he's killing it. Um, yeah, it leads to a good point. There's so many, like just the eyeball test of watching games and watching him, especially. There's so many things he does that doesn't show up on the stat sheet, and we what are we calling that? Oh, you know. We're gonna it's called the Gobert Factor. The Gobert, Gobert Factor. Tell me about it. The Gobert Factor is when any player, not on the Jazz, runs into the court, or runs towards the key, I should say, sees Gobert, 
and travels because they're rethinking their line of approach or passes the ball back out, gets the ball blocked, or has to run around the hoop like Ricky Rubio used to do and try to find another option or an outlet pass because they know Gobert's going to ruin their plans yeah. when they get to the rim. It's his his presence it's just of his presence, being right. such a, a, a beast on the defensive end. This, oh, is, this is more of a defensive analysis, yeah. I guess. Um, him just being there, we saw in the, the Golden State game, um, one of the players, I think it was Poole, drove to the rim, wide open layup, and you mm. see him turn around and look check, back and for check for it. There's no one within eight feet of him, and he misses a layup, and by that time, Rudy recovers and blocks his next one after right. he gets three. That's all Gobert factor. Gobert factor. He's looking over his shoulder like a bad guy. Does. Yeah. Tyson did say he wants <laughs> to sit and watch a game with a notepad and just keep track of how many Go Bear factors are in that game. Yeah, are you guys willing to help me out with that? I, I it's a it's a struggle to it's sit so, and not miss a single minute yeah. with kids and all the things involved. But uh, it would be so hard to just sit still and watch Go Bear and not just get hyped for everybody right, and the right. whole team. Because you would have to focus on him the whole game, really, yeah. to make to get an accurate yeah. count. But there are a lot of Go Bear factors that occur every possession, yeah. and, I, and I do think. We should maybe, I don't know, keep record. We could do the whole year. That would be a lot of work. Oh, man. Let's just do a game and give them a trophy. I think we should do a game this year. I think we definitely do a game. Let's pick a game, who we're playing against, that we're going to do it. Is it the next game or is it a game where... <laughs> to be determined. Okay, we'll, have a, we'll get on that later. <laughs> we'll get on that later. Big game, though. No, but I think screen assists kind of fall in the same line with that. It's not something that shows up on the stat sheet, but it's right. so important. And right now, Gobert leads the league with around eight-ish screen, screen assists, assists a game, a game. which is right. our the team scoring when Gobert sets a screen for, for the ball handler. Right, which is going to convert to somewhere between 16 to 30 points a game, depending right. if it's a two or a three-pointer, right. or a two with a, with a foul shot on the end. So right. that's a lot of points. It's a big deal. It's important. I mean, and it just shows. I, I think we're, I think we're spoiled oh, having man. Gobert there. All the new players, they all gave their their account of how much better it is to play with Rudy than yeah. it is to play against Rudy. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I'm so glad I don't have to run down and see Rudy trying to block all my shots. It was just a disaster, and they right. love having him on their side. Right. Um, yeah, that's that's our touchy topic. It's surprising that people, that Jazz fans, are saying. Yeah, you know what? It's probably not something that needs to be on the the stat sheet. Yeah, not at least not one of the main. You can obviously find that stat. Right, it is available. It's in advance. But but you know what? Hey, we appreciate your guys' input on that, and you guys persuaded me to change my opinion on it. So that's not an easy it's task. Not easy to do. <laughs> oh baby. <laughs> okay, so let's introduce next week's touchy topic of the week. Next week, this is in um, following an injury throughout the league right now. Um, the oh yeah, that's the right. late great. Well, <laughs> let's just call him late. Gordon Hayward injured his hand last week, broke his hand, right. having surgery, out six weeks, and we want to talk about the the Jazz curse. I guess you yes. can say it's a real thing. It it truly it's is. It's in Wikipedia. It's rarely when a player, a good player, leaves the Jazz he's, by choice. By choice, he succeeds. There's been a few right. in recent history that they have played really well, but most of the time, it's not. They, they digress. It, the, the reality is, if you leave Utah Jazz on bad terms, virtually, you've already 
reached your pinnacle of your NBA career. You, you will, just you won't it in. You, yeah, yeah. You will go to another team. You won't get the minutes or you won't play as well. It's just a thing. I mean, Gordon Hayward left us, and then what happened? First thing? Three like, minutes into the game? Three, yeah. The curse was right into effect straight away. We're going to ask you, follow the Jazz Nation Facebook group. Yes. We're going to put a post out there, ask you guys what you think of the Jazz curse. And honest, if you... Right, because we all heard the news about Gordon Hayward fracturing his wrist. If inside, deep down, you let out a little smile and, and are, are kind of glad for, uh, for things like that happening. Yeah. Tell us the truth and, and be honest. Were you glad? I know there's fans out there that just are, were pumped when he hurt his, right. when he broke his leg. Oh, after I, I was. I said, that's what that guy gets. That's what you get. So we're going to discuss that. We're going to ask you guys, follow that group. You'll see our post. We don't wish harm on anybody. Unless they Unless leave the Jazz. Leave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but we're going to leave it at that. We want to hear your guys' thoughts on that. So look for that post here. It'll probably be tomorrow. Um, but we want to hear your guys' thoughts on on that. Oh, the curse. It's, yeah, the curse. It's man. real. It's real, people. It's the real deal. We had some big games this last week. Yeah. I mean, this is exciting jazz. There was like a, th- like a five-way tie for third place at the beginning of the week and we kind of separated ourselves a little bit from the pack I feel like which was nice uh some surprising teams are still doing well the Suns are just uh they are they're a black horse Ricky Rubio maybe he is he's not no it's not no (laughs) it's not Ricky Rubio let's not let's not kid ourselves although he is playing better um but in the uh, we uh, I don't know in crunch time he's just not We've won some games this week in crunch time, and those were the games we were losing last year yes. with the players yes. we had then. I feel like we're a different team now. Who do you guard on the Utah Jazz when it's two points and six seconds left to go? Right. Who do you put your best defender on? Do you put it on Donovan Mitchell? Do you put, you put it, it on, on Bogey? Bogey? Do you put it on Gobert in the key? What about Joe Ingles for three? There's I, so many threats when we're all meshing well. And it's, Royce it's O'Neal? I, I don't know. I mean... Let's ask the Bucks. Who should they have guarded right. the last minute of their game? <laughs> Quick recap: The Jazz went three and zero this week, Woo-hoo! playing against <laughs> playing against a couple of very good teams. Um, the first game, Milwaukee Friday night. Jackson was what there. What a game! Jackson was oh. there. He picked a heck of a game to go to. Dude, it was it was nuts. The crowd was on point. They were fired up. Oh man! It was a close game. If you didn't catch the end of that game, you are missing out, and you need to get updated. The and, entire and NBA out of your watched hole. that game. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. The Bucks, the number one, number one, number two team in the East at the time, with the reigning MVP. Right. They are a great, great team. They were number one in scoring. We talked about that. And Bogdanovich turned into hero mode. Ended up with 33 on the night oh, with man. the corner three game-winning shot at the buzzer. It could not have been more exciting. It was, Fairy tale ending. It was oh nuts. Oh my gosh! It was nuts. Did you guys cry or did you clap? Did I mean I I was emotional. It was so exciting. I just feel I just feel the pressure. Like ah, we just can't, we're just not a finishing team. We're right. just not a finishing. But we are all of a sudden. We are. We and were you, we were up eight. We almost we almost. I know. Lost it. We were up eight with it's, a it's, minute and a half it's left. A roller coaster ride. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh <laughs> man. And and I'm sure we all felt it again the other night playing against um, the Nets and yeah it's the same thing every game I feel like we get a cushion and then all of a sudden the other team just has a fight and comes back the last few minutes of the game and every Jazz fan's like here we go we are not going to be up by 17 at halftime and lose this game and I think last year 
we would have, but I don't think that's the case anymore. I, I just think we're too hard to defend. I do too. There's so many threats. We're starting to mesh well. Conley and Gobert are playing excellent together. They finally are starting to feed off each other. They really are. They're getting um, teams are having to help more on the ball handler, leaving Gobert a little bit more open. And Conley's finding him. Yeah, he's putting it up. You, Gobert, there's a quote. Gobert told Conley, "Just throw it up there, and I'll, if you miss it, I'll get it." I don't. That's, I don't doubt that. And you, you <laughs> watch, the watch the fourth quarter. Conley just. There's a lot, I don't I don't know what if it was a shot or what, but it, it hit the opposite side of the lower corner of the backboard, and guess what? Gobert still got it and He's put the it man. in. You gotta He's love so good. him. You gotta love him. But I hope those two tighten up though. A couple yeah. more alley oops there. Yeah. It's just an easy two buckets. We should be able to do that anytime we want. Yeah. The Milwaukee game was incredible. Um, oh man, back and forth, back and forth. Um, the next game was against Golden State on the road. Golden State's not the same team as they have been, obviously. No. Yeah. There's guys I haven't heard of. There's guys that that shouldn't be starting for an NBA right. team that are Man, because of injuries. Golden State Warriors got a brand new stadium this year. Yeah. They, they've got a new team virtually this year. And by new, I mean young mm-hmm. and missing all their big favorite players. It, it, it'd probably be a hard year to be a Golden State Warriors fan. That's what sucks, though, like about these big teams. Half the crowd was empty against the Jazz. Towards Which, the end of the game, people are leaving. If I was a Golden I State fan, I'd go to watch the Jazz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but even when the Jazz were doing terrible, we filled those seats, and the Jazz fans were still... They loved to be there. They loved the team. Right. I know it's hard sometimes, but we were there. And that's what these big market teams... Don't do, which I love our team for. Are they even in hard times? Yeah, we're there. We're there. I don't know. Golden State. I just. I hope that they. I think they should just dive it out and get ready for next year and start rebuilding right now. Yeah, that's Curry, my opinion. Curry did say he's coming back this year. They initially thought right, he'd be right. out the whole season. He did say he wants to play right towards. March area. Luckily, with the type of income he has, he does have two or three backup clones, and so they're just going to draft <laughs> his fractured wrist from one of his clones, right. and he'll be fine to go. Right. Super convenient. That's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after Golden State, which that was an away game, we had back-to-back, play the very next night, and Home. lose an hour back in Salt Lake, because... Uh, Golden State, obviously, they're in different time zones, so you're back to back. I mean, it was a hard game. We still had to play most of our starting five all the way to the we last were few minutes of the game. That first half of the Nets game. Yes. Oh yeah, everybody could see. I, I think the announcers. I could see it on the TV. There was just not a lot of hustle. But guess what? No load management from the Jazz. We don't do that. Back to back games, losing an hour in the late game of Golden State. Freak. And Memphis or the Brooks. Brooklyn, sorry, they were rested. They were yeah, ready to go. They were. Yeah, they got extra. And they hour. showed. They were up 15 at the end of the half. We were down. Kyrie, I know he's on he's, the other team, but his handles are just he's something special. He's so fun to watch. <laughs> he's man. so good. He's. I, I I know he's a weirdo. I guess on in the locker room. Yeah, the whole flat earther. He's a. He's yeah. a, He's one of them. Yeah. He. he yeah. <laughs> can we say them like and single uh, out that group? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We can. I think the, this is okay. Yeah. Don't shut us down. Uh, Brooklyn, that was a big game, and I was a little bit worried about us. I'm not going to lie. I thought yeah. we may get too fatigued and lose this game. But this is what's different about this year. We have these close games, and we're able to finish strong and, and win all these close games. Absolutely. And 
We're shooting threes better. We didn't last night. We only had one three-pointer. In the first half. The entire first half yep. of the game. Not to say we weren't trying. Our attempts were there. But Bogdanovich was the only one who put a three-pointer in for us the yeah. entire first half, which is crazy yeah. to me. But thank goodness he was there. Most consistent players, Gobert, Donovan, and Bogdanovich. Yeah, they're, they're you right say, now our big three. They really are. And having Conley, Mike Conley being your fourth best player right now. Yeah, and Mike. And that's amazing. In the end, Donovan can't do what he does without Conley on the court because right. because you got to guard Conley, and he's got the handles, and he can move the ball so fast that you've got to guard him. You can't double team Mitchell. Right. And the way that he can get around Gobert screens and just set himself up for those little mid range shooters, which by the way, when those go in, they sound so good. <laughs> Love that shot. Turn the mic up on I those things. I think they put a mic on Absolutely. that Absolutely. awesome. When they see Donovan running for a mid-range, you're like, hey, turn the mic Crank on. Crank that up to 11. <laughs> yeah, all the way, baby. Yeah, um, those are awesome. Yeah, not only are our like, core guys playing a lot better, but I think we're getting a lot of production out of our bench. Jeff Green hit three threes last night. We needed that so We bad. did. He's been off lately. Moody has come in off his injury, and he's been tough. He's putting he in way good like minutes. He doesn't look like he was hurt at all. He's no. still driving right He's into so the strong. Yeah. And he just plays bully ball. What's he, just, he just attacks and lowers that shoulder and, and he gets had, to the rim whenever he right. wants. So another tight game. Yeah, we've home. had a lot of close we've games. We've had some tight games. All of our games have been... Comes down to defensive stops and making free throws. And, and, we've, and we've smart okay. coaching the last few minutes. Yeah. That's the other thing. Yeah. you got to give it to Quinn on that. One guy who doesn't get any credit lately has been Royce. I think he's had a tough job defending lately. He was guarding Kyrie most of the night last night. Um, he's not shooting the ball real well or scoring a lot, but he, man, he's working his guts out. Of course. And you know what helps your shot? Being open. Being on this show. <laughs> Royce, we're still looking for you. We need you here. We want you on the show. Um, should, should we pursue that right now? I, I think we should. I, I, you know, again, we want to do get, give a shout out to Royce O'Neill and his agent, who we're going to call right this very second to see if he's uh, willing to get uh, Royce O'Neill on the show with us. So let's see if we can get him. We're calling Royce O'Neill's agent this very second. Hey, we're looking for Ty Sullivan. Is he available? One moment. Hey, thanks, mate. All right. Got past the, the, the one step the one, down. <laughs> the gatekeeper. All right. Ooh, Ty Are you ready for this? This, this is, is big time. This is you ready? This is big time. I mean, it's all you. I'm so excited. Come Royce, on, we're so excited. And. Oh, <sighs> I thought that he picked up there, <sighs> like guys. I hold my breath every. It kind of sounds like a robot. doesn't sound anything like it's not Ty. It's not him. All right. A message. Hey, Ty, this is Jazz Beats Podcast. We're just reaching out to you to try to organize uh, an opportunity to get Royce O'Neill on one of our episodes. So give us a shout back on the number that we called you on, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Thanks, Ty. Go Jazz. Hopefully he's a Jazz fan out of all the agents he, he, he cast. Be, right? Yeah, Royce has to be his number one ace in the hole. <laughs> right. Surely. That just happened. Yeah, we just... <laughs> That was not scripted. No, that was exactly. Great. I don't know what would have happened if Ty would have answered that phone call. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. We'll have to try. And, wow. That might be a weekly thing. We just can we got call. the touchy topic of the week, and we've got <laughs> let's bug Ty Sullivan. Let's call <laughs> Ty Sullivan again. <laughs> it's time to call Ty Sullivan. Right. That's probably going to take some time to happen, but let's talk about what's happening Friday. Friday, a big day. 
What's happening Friday? Well, Friday is the next time the Jazz play, obviously, and it's an away game, and it's an important game for Mr. Mike Conley. It'll be interesting seeing how he can handle it. You think, I mean, Favors was on our team for eight, nine mm-hmm. years. Nat was a long time. Mike Conley's been on the Memphis Grizzlies for 12 seasons. That's a long time. Yeah. He, he has a fan base there. And he's got to come out of the visitors' locker room Friday night to That's play against. Gotta... He knows the f- people on the first five rows. Oh yeah, some of them, their faces, he recognizes when they're there and not there. They're gonna know him. Do you think? Because when uh, Kemba Walker went back to Charlotte this year, right? They did this welcome back video thing for him, and they kind of made it a deal. Do you think Memphis will do something like that? One hundred percent. You think so? One hundred percent. Okay. One hundred percent. If they don't. I lose all respect for Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, I think they love Conley. I think they embraced him from the start. I think they're sad to see him go, but I think they still wish him the best. I think so. it'd be hard not to with right. a guy like Mike. So I, I, I'm with you. I think they definitely will do something yeah. for him. Um, It'll be good. And there's going to be tears shed. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be. He'll cry. Yeah. Are you going to cry? I might cry. I'm definitely not going to cry. No. Uh, but do you think that will help him play? Better, or is the emotion going to catch up with him and affect his ability to perform on the court? I hope he doesn't try to do too much, is is my hope for him. I don't want him to feel any more pressure by playing against his fans right? Well, and his home. In a sense, he's got to play for two fan bases. That's right. He's got to play for the That's Memphis right. Grizzlies and against them at the same time. And then Jazz obviously have some high expectations where we're like, okay, show us you're on our side. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the Jazz are are starting to feel how Memphis fans have felt. I mean, right, Conley yeah. is the epitome of, of a teammate and a guy you want on your team, and we're starting to feel it. We've embraced him, yeah. and this will be a fun night. There was a tangle up uh, against on the Nets game where Mike was kind of got forced on the ground and was getting up and kind of had a little bit of an elbow as he was standing up, and I was like, oh, my gosh, is Mike Conley going to get a technical? <laughs> no way. First time ever? No way. I was like, man, Memphis would hate Utah if, <laughs> if, if two weeks into the season, oh, well, we had him for 12 years and he never got yeah. a technical, and you get him for 12 days. It's not going to happen. He's way too nice. He At is. the Milwaukee game, I was watching the, the replay on the Jumbotron. <laughs> he was at the foul line, and the ref hands him the ball, and he thanks the ref. He this says, is the kind you. of guy right, Mike Conley right. is. Thank you. And he looked at him, said thank you, took the ball, knocked down his shot. You know I mean, what? nobody does that. All Who right. does that? Nobody. Memphis, thank you. Thank yeah. you for giving yeah. us your best. So I hope he can put on a show for Friday. Um, there's going to be a lot of emotion. Hope the Jazz can play well and get past that and put the emotion behind you and play right. the game we've been playing. I think you're going to see a lot of feeds to Mike, though. I think that our players are going to dish the ball to him more than regular. And I'm not, I'm not sure how it's going to pan out, but I do think that they are, yeah. are going to be – Joe and Donovan are going to pitch him the ball on the ring a bit more than normal. Yeah. I think they're going to expect him to put yeah. on a little a bit lot, of a show. A lot to watch coming up on Friday. Man, It'll be that, fun. That'll be a big game. And I, we could we, it could go either way on that game. I'm not going to lie. I think normally we could win Memphis, but with as much hype as, as Mike coming back, that could be a game that could go – Ah, both sides of the fence. Hard to say. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, Jazz are favored to win the next 19 of 21 games between now oh, and the man, end of the year. that's amazing. I, I knock on wood, which luckily there's a lot in our studio here, so <laughs> makes it really easy. But I, can you imagine if the Jazz have that record starting to 
2020, oh, we, we, we were at, what would that put us at, 30 and 4? That's, that's incredible. We're, right now we're in the two seed in the West, yeah. just a half game behind the Lakers. We're, we're there. Like yeah. We've been thinking about this for a long time, of being this good, being this good this early. Usually it's taken a while to get adjusted to, to the season. but And I still don't think we're dialed in 100%. We're not, and which I'll is, say which that is over a good and thing. over. Exactly. And we're still, we're we can games. win a sloppy game. Yeah. We can win a dialed-in game for sure. Yeah. yeah. Memphis will be an interesting game. Don't miss it. Thanks for joining us, guys. Yeah, you guys are awesome. Keep coming back. Keep listening to us. Your weekly podcast on the jazz. This is Jazz Beats. Follow us on social media. Tell your friends. We're still looking to give away hats. We've got the hats here. They're working on being embroidered right now. Oh, man. They're going to be so it's cool. so fun. So cool. We so, love giving away swag. That's right. And we want to give these out. So get your friends listening to the podcast. We got to we gotta have something to show for it. Get those hats out there. It'd be big time, baby. Yeah. Go yeah. Jazz. That's it.